the fuck is Mark? Why do people think that they can just add you on LinkedIn when you don't know them? I don't know. Okay, so what's up with this? You know, you're on this Mark. He's the vice president in Daytona Beach, Florida area. Who the fuck are you? I don't know. What's why? Why would I add you? I don't know who you are. At least put a no one puts a custom note on this shit. No one's like, hey, don't know you. Would like to. Here's what I do. Right. It's just, hey, add me. What the fuck, man? Like, it drives me nuts. It drives me fucking nuts. What? I don't know you. Why would I add you on LinkedIn? I, you can't just defriend people on LinkedIn. It's really fucking hard to do. You have to block them. You can't really unconnect with them. Doug's LinkedIn rants. Motherfuckers. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we're just full of positivity today. Yeah. Oh, man. Just getting all mad and angry <laughs> about the past, <laughs> present, and the future. Right. Woo! It's like a Christmas carol. Oh, my God. Up in this bitch. Jesus Christ. It's like an angry Christmas carol. Oh. You know what? i got to stop watching those videos on YouTube. I've been watching these uh, these uh, per- these public freakout videos. Well, first off, you were watching <laughs> Stolen Valor videos. Okay, before that, I was watching bullies get ju- like justice videos in- involving bullies who are picking on people, and then they get the shit beat out of them. Right, and then that through that, I was watching Stolen Valor videos. Which then turned into street fight videos. Which turned into street fight videos, which then turned into public freakouts. <laughs> and most of the public freakouts are people freaking out at like McDonald's or wherever. It's a pretty wide selection of places where people are freaking out in public. We've got a wide selection of uh, freakouts if, uh, for your exactly. viewing Would pleasure. you prefer parking lot freakouts? Would you prefer racial rants? So it works going well for you then. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going real well. Hey, guys. I'm, I split, busy. Busy time of I year. I split my time between work and play. Busy time of year. <laughs> you know, and uh, that's, yeah, that's it's, it's something like I'm watching it. I prefer stuff like Stolen Valor and the bully ones because there's justice. There's justice. <laughs> the freak out ones you the don't freak out ones you don't always get the justice. Yeah, you, you kind of like get the meat of the argument, right? But you also don't know how it started or how it ends. So it's like this sort of like tidbit in time. It's something to chew on, and it just kind of like infects you, like this sort of anger and stuff. And I put myself in the position <laughs> like, what would I do? I'd be like, no, you're doing it all wrong. You right. guys are just escalating this. Why would you do this? Or I'd be like, man, this person has no time. They right. have, I mean, they have all the time in the world. Excuse me, to go and fucking complain. There's this girl that walked into this liquor store, and outside the liquor store it says, we support Israel. She walked in, and she's like, um, excuse me. Um, so she walked in with an agenda. She wasn't going to buy liquor. She wanted to come in to make a political point. She walked in. She's like, excuse me. Um, right. uh, if you had a customer that had a problem with something that you had in your store, would you change it to protect your business? And he's like, I don't know. Depends. What are you talking about? She's like, I noticed outside that you have a We Support Israel sign. He's like, yeah, I'm from Israel. And she's like, well, I find it offensive. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, I find it offensive because you're supporting, you know, people that murder women and children and la da 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 And he goes, yeah, it's, just, you know, from my perspective, it happens from the other side as well. 
So in goes, America, you know, he Is was it, referring or, to Palestine. Oh, you know? oh yeah, yeah. Um, he's like from you know, it happens on both sides. She goes, well, I could take you know, if you look at the statistics, he goes, look, we live in America. Where I can do what I want, and you can do what you want. Right. I can have my opinion. You can have your opinion. And that's that. Right. And she's like, well, I just don't think it's very professional because, you know, you own a business, and that should stay at home. That should be in your business. He's like, once again, we live in America. <laughs> I do what I want. You can do what you want. And she's like, well, I just want to let you know that, um, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be coming here anymore, which I thought was weird because it, she seemed like, I'm like, it seems like this guy's had that sign up for a long time. Yeah. And this is the, seems like the first time she's going in, but she's like, I won't be coming in anymore. Right. And she goes, you know, there's a lot of, you know, people from the University of Michigan around here that, you know, I'm going to tell them not to come here. He goes, listen to me, sweetheart. Um, I've been open since 1968. <laughs> and I've had people tell me that stuff all the time. Yeah, he goes, you yeah. know what? I'm still here. Yeah. So you do whatever you want to do. Right. And then she's like, okay, whatever, bye. And she walks out. I'm like, and she recorded it all from of her Of course, because she thought she was going to get some hot, like, yeah, yeah, I got this, yeah. And that guy handled it perfectly. That was exactly how he wanted to handle Perfect. that shit. Yeah. So calm. Yeah. And so, like, he's like, hey, I, I'm I'm sure he's like, we are not going to resolve this issue at this liquor store right. tonight. Yeah. Not going to happen. At, you know, what is it? You know, 8 o'clock in the evening. Yeah. No, this is not This a is thing. not going to happen. Yeah. And this this snooty little, like, the the arrogance of her to be like, Right. Oh, I could show right. you statistics, and he's just whatever. Like, I don't. You show me all the statistics you want. I'm like, pull your pull your statistics sheet out. Yeah, do you have? Like, yeah, you've got a what a data analytics sheet. What do yeah. you got? Like, where are you, these fucking statistics that you got? That's the thing that I always that drives me <laughs> up a goddamn wall. Not the fact that it's just math, which drives me nuts to begin with. Sure, but the fact like because uh, Alex Jones, not to bring him back up, Infowars.com. But I just gold. did by gold. <laughs> But he he did the same thing where there was someone who called him out on a video, and mm-hmm. I think we talked about this on that on that episode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I called him out, and he was like, you know, I've got statistics showing this and this, and he goes, okay, show them. To me. Well, I don't. They're in my office. I don't have them on me. Then don't bring it up. Okay. Well, who put the statistics out? You know, this guy does that. I'm sorry. Who put the statistics? This guy does. Like he just kept. Who's they? Fun. Who's they? Who's they? Who's they? They put these statistics <laughs> out. Who's they? And then, you know, yeah. he asked the other guy a question, and the other guy deflected. He's like, you see how he's deflecting? He's deflecting. <laughs> and it's every time someone goes, I could show you statistics, I get that's where my that's where my needle goes into the red. Like, yeah. I rev at that point because I'm like, fuck you and your, <laughs> and your, and your fake statistics. <laughs> and for those who can't see me right now, I'm doing air quotes with a middle finger. He's, it almost looks like double guns, but with it's, a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's the single quote. Pew, <laughs> <laughs> pew. Yeah. I just it drives me nuts because I'm yeah. like no that is that is you failing to have a valid argument yeah because if you had statistics you'd either a have them on you yeah or b you'd be able to start pulling them out and reciting them yeah like don't tell me oh I could show you statistics or you know if you look at statistics what yeah. tell me which ones I should look at I'll tell you what I got my phone right here <laughs> you tell me what I should look up and I'll look it up yeah. you tell me that website they're on sure. and I'll go read it because so there is some value in statistics but it's got to come from you got to look at the number. You got to have them. You got to have them. And you, where do they come from? And are they valid? You know, mm-hmm. it's like the fucking polls that have lied to me twice in two elections. <laughs> you know, where that's like, I don't understand how these could be so fucking wrong. But then again, like so many people brought up how many people are actually talking to polls, pollsters. Yeah. Hey, let me ask your opinion. Go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it's just like, it's or like. Who says you can't lie? You right. know, when they talk to you. Well, it's like it's like uh, the TV ratings. Yeah, right? Like Nielsen yeah. data. Like the, the whole thing behind that 
is based on an approximation. You know, we talked to 20,000 people in a city that has 500,000 residents. Mm -hmm. So based off of those 20,000 people, if we extrapolate our numbers with a certain formula, we can say – this had this show had this many viewers in this area. Yeah. You don't fucking know that? You're guessing. To be fair. You're guessing and hundreds of billions of dollars a year are spent on guesses. To be fair, 20,000 is a pretty good sample size. Well, whatever. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's, if they have too low of a sample size, it's sure. called low in tab and they don't yeah. rate it. Exactly. Of course. Because the, 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 I think the bare minimum you need to have for a sample size is 30. For it to be a statistical relevance, but I'm just saying, you know, because I used to get okay. Well, go yeah. go larger on it, you no, know, like I'm, a, I'm a saying, city of tw- you know 12 well, million or whatever, even, New York even or whatever. I'm saying 20,000 is good. It's like, good, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you're ex- when you're taking 20, when you're spending 000, billions of dollars, right, well, it needs to be more. But when you're taking 20,000 and you're using that as a basis to to speak for seven million people, yeah. I mean, come on, yeah. You know, and again, I'm <laughs> I'm making these numbers up, sure. but I'm not. I'm not making how they're done up. I'm making the numbers <laughs> up. That is how the methodology works. And yeah. it just doesn't make, like, all the, you know, you've got to have, give me solid fucking numbers. Well, that's why when I took a stats class for the first time and, like, they were talking about, hey, here's how you can manipulate data. I was, right. like, so fascinated by the fact that, like, oh, most of this is bullshit. Exactly. It's so much bullshit. It's like 50% more chocolate. It's, like, based on what? Based on what? Yeah. Based or, on the cocoa powder that you put in there, right. like it's like it makes you, it, they 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 warp that right or the, the you how many how many shows on TV are the number one rated show on television? Yeah, number one drama exactly or on, the num- on Tuesday nights right exactly <laughs> or the number one rated show on Tuesday nights that's a drama uh-huh. uh, for women who yes. have a median income of you know seventy eight thousand sure. dollars who live in this like you can you can get granular with that and yeah. go yeah amongst these people it's the number one show. Yeah. We're just going to put that really small or just a minute altogether. Which all is together. important so that when you get those ads, it's like, hey, right. send one show with these folks. Right. Give me your money. Spend your money. Get these ads. Guy I used to work with had – I have a whole book. I, I wanted to publish a book of his sayings uh-huh. called Bobisms because his name was Bob. Someone who still works with them actually finally did it. Oh, wow. I heard. And they gave it to him as a present. I think he probably threw it out. Oh, my God. The guy is the funniest dude. <laughs> Uh, just a cantankerous curmudgeon-y man, <laughs> but uh, so much fun. But one of his best quotes was, uh, figures lie and liars figure. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, basically saying you can make the numbers say whatever you want. You really you, can. You don't have to. Or one of his other ones is, you know how you pick your accountant? You ask the first one, what's 2 plus 2? He goes, 4. And that's the second one, what's 2 plus 2? He goes, 4. What's two plus two? And he goes, what do you want it to be? Exactly. That's the one you pick because it's <laughs> fucking possible. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I remember when I used to work at the hotel, they would post like uh, the survey results like sure. from customer satisfaction yeah. surveys, and they would highlight these ones that were really low. I go, 10 people took the fucking survey. Right. It's not a valid survey. You don't have a high enough sample size. You have low, Fuck you. You have low in tab. One person responded to this question. It doesn't count. Right. That's 10% of our survey, does I was like, no, that doesn't. I used to get so <laughs> angry. I was like, you guys realize that these are shitty numbers, right? They're not telling us anything. You have to have 30. You realize that we filled out three of these, right? We used to do that. We, right. used, to, we used to have to get a quota oh, of like surveys. Or we'd be like, how was your state? Good. Great. Would you mind filling out? survey it was so so you'd vet them first exactly oh my god my boss my boss oh my was god. the worst when it came to that <laughs> the worst I and he put it, so much it. pressure because they were always like 
hey, where, where are the surveys? We're not getting these surveys to be, get filled out because they couldn't figure out. It was like, we work in a shitty hotel, all right? right. People don't care. But uh, it was so bad that, like, he'd be like, I don't care if you take these and just fill them out. So, like, I would take a few and I'd go upstairs to, like, the reservations office and yeah. I'd fill them out. And the assistant uh, general manager caught me one day. Oh, no. <laughs> he walked in. He popped in. I was like, he's like, uh, what are you doing? I was like, writing. Nothing. <laughs> he's like, okay. And he walked out. I'm like, and my boss goes, you let him catch you? I'm like, I didn't know he was going to be there at 7 in the morning. I was up on a different floor, man. Yeah, he just popped his head in. He was like, oh, okay. Uh, and this it's is, like, this so, is how this is run. Great. And, he, and he, my boss would always be like, I always have the best stats. We always got the – when I'm the front desk manager, we get the best ratings. It's like because you fudge the numbers, you son of a bitch. Did you have to make like fake names and stuff? Oh, yeah. What's the best or, fake name or we, Well, not necessarily fake names because we want them to match what was in the system. So you'd fill them out with actual customer names? Yeah. What a shit show. Well, if someone was like, how was your stay? It was great. I got to go. Bye. We'd be like, cool. Mark that down, that room 603. We can fill them out that they yeah. liked their stay. Yeah. yeah. So in other times, we just kind of you know pick a random room number and be like. It stands to reason that we can expound that their entire stay was great. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, they said they had a good time. Whatever. We'll just mark that down. Statistics. Like, yeah, yeah. It was. We did a lot of shit. Shit yeah. like that. I think I told you uh, uh, we would whenever someone would call down with a complaint, we'd have to keep a log of it. Like they'd be like, "Hey, my air conditioner's not working." We would log it on our our guide or whatever. And my boss really hated this one engineer, <laughs> and he wanted to get him in trouble. Okay, so he made me doctor one of those logs to say that someone had called down requesting service on something in the room when they actually hadn't. And because he wanted to be like, yeah, they called, they logged it, and he didn't go take care of it. So he like put me in position. He's like, just fill it out. I'm like, uh. so I did it, oh. and I put Drew's name down because he was the one working on the shift. Oh no! So you double? It was a double whammy. Yeah, I was like, he I was like, it. forge this, and you forge it with someone else's signature. So it went all the way to the GM, oh, and the GM no. came down and was like asking Drew about this call. And he's like, this law, do you remember this call? He goes, I didn't put that in there. Good for him. He's like, what do you mean? He goes, that's not how I signed my initials. <laughs> and I was like, fuck! He's like, that's not how I signed my initials. Because his is, like, I, I put A, D, or whatever, A, G, A, whatever his middle, I think it's T or whatever, I don't know. I think it's, I always call him Andrew Jackson. Andrew, exactly. Yeah. So it's AJD. But he doesn't sign it AJD. Right. He does DJD. Because, uh, so, yeah, he goes by Drew. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't go by Andrew. So <laughs> he goes, I didn't do that. I don't, I don't, I, that's not my handwriting. And I also, that's not how I do my initials. Oh, man. And, and all of a sudden, it just went, it just, it stopped right yeah. there. It was like someone's pulling some shady shit. And I felt so bad about that. And I made a vow. I was like, I'll never so do that. So, why did you, does Drew know about this? Oh, I, I told there him at the assignment desk. Okay. I was like, hey, I got to confess something to you, buddy. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. <laughs> What? But I felt really bad about that. He wanted like, out of that job anyways. Yeah. What made you do his name, though? Well, it had to make sense because he was working on that shift. Okay. I wasn't working on that shift. <clears throat> so you were really put in a very precarious situation. Yeah. Because I was if like, you did it, he, you were told by your boss to do this. But had you done it as yourself, it would have looked odd because you weren't working at that time. Exactly. That, that is... I learned a lot working there. Dude, that's some bullshit. I learned a lot working there, and that was one of the things where I was like, that guy is a terrible boss because he put me in a position where he forced me to lie. Yeah. He forced me to commit I mean, some sort of fraud. I mean, not just lie, but like yeah. fucking hardcore he lie. He had a hard-on to get rid of this guy, 
and he wanted to do whatever he could to do it, and he just was. I was like in a situation where I was just too young and naive enough. Sure. I didn't know how to say no at this point. I'm I'd sure like, you would have thrown it back in his face and gone, "You do it yourself." I'd be like, "I'm not doing that." No, it's like we can find. If you want to do this, let's, let's let's watch Game of Thrones and find a better way. Is there a way to blow up this building? <laughs> like, can we do that? <laughs> Seriously, can we do let's, that? Let's get some gangster shit going on here. Let's at, have. At this point, would you have gone to the GM? Oh, absolutely, and, and, and gone. Hey, look. This dude is trying to get this other dude fired, and he's asking yeah. me to do shitty shit, and I want to be transparent. Fire his ass. Because the thing was, I was really close with that with that manager, right? Yeah. Because he like he knew that I was overqualified for the job, and mm-hmm. he was like, he would be like, Doug, he would give me some extra stuff to do on the side to like he played help him out. Yeah, he totally played stuff. into your yeah. And I was like, and I appreciated that he he would let me in on like inside information about what was going on with whatever, and like he would help me out. And he would, but he was just a, he was a terrible manager, sleazy dude. Just that's sleazy how guy. that's how bosses in the underworld keep their underlings. <laughs> like they play right into their like he yeah. knew how to he he knew how to pull your strings. That's exactly. interesting. And he understood how everything worked too. But I remember getting so mad. What a jerk off! One day about everything that was going on, and he's like, "Doug, you can't fight City Hall. You can't fight City Hall." And I was like. What the fuck? What does that mean? You're the one who keeps trying to get me. <laughs> I was just like, I this can't keep going on forever. We're running a sinking ship here. Like, what do you think's going to happen? He's just like, well, what do you want from me, Doug? You can't fight City Hall. You can't fight City Hall. I'm like, who do we have to talk to <laughs> oh to get this stuff fixed? <laughs> this place is broken. It's so broken. Oh, my God. That's Six so funny. Six years of my life I spent. That is Six so funny. years of my life. 60% of my 20s. There's a statistic for you. We're spent <laughs> working at that hotel, and it nearly broke me, but I was talking to Jill about this recently. I'm like, that actually was probably, in retrospect, one of the best six years of my life because I learned so much about who I was as a person, right? how to manage people, right? Um, ethics. <laughs> um, just It taught me a lot about who I was. It taught me a lot about hard work and sacrifice. Um and I was it inspired me to be like, if I'm ever in a position of, of power, I will not do this. Right, right. I will not treat people this way. Yeah. I will tell people thank you. I will I will in no way I will show these people that I will be the first one there and the last one to leave. And um I, I feel like I did that a lot with my team. I was always like, You're never gonna beat me here. Yeah. I'll always be yeah. the first one here. Yeah, not me. <laughs> 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 as much as good of intentions as I have, yeah, no, no, I run on Strandland time. That's you know, Strandland times. It's its, it's own its time. own thing. It's its own time. It's, it's this isn't even going to help. All right, me. let me ask you something. All right, real talk. All right, here we go. Real talk. Shit. Was the blue line always running that slow, or was that just on Strandland time when we worked at assignment desk? No, <laughs> real, real talk. <laughs> you want another statistic? <laughs> 60% of the time, it worked every time. 60% of the time, it worked every time. That doesn't make sense. Um, For the folks who don't know, I asked this because Justin... Yeah, go ahead, give, give him some backstory. Justin used to live off the blue line, and he came, it seemed like around the time where you were mentally done, <laughs> or close to mentally done with a job, every In day... on my first day, I was late, too. <laughs> it, seemed like, it seemed like around that time, all of a sudden, Justin just was like, eh... Eight o'clock, eight thirty is cool, right? Like, <laughs> just consistently, like, and he'd always be like, "The fucking blue lines up again." I'm always like, "Is it?" And I do know most of the time you were telling the truth. It was, it was going on. Like, it, it's the fucking blue line. 
But I was just the other like, thing too is that that I could hang my hat on yeah. is that you could look it up mm-hmm. and and see exactly. the delays and they were posted. Like, yeah. so I would say I would say a good seventy percent of the time it was it was legitimate. Sure. Like I I really do have the worst karma with <laughs> the CTA. <laughs> Anyone who's known me and there have been a bunch of people who who know that I have. At one point in time, I did a uh, I did a just in time mm-hmm. of uh, CTA. So it was actually when I was meeting you and Jill down for a Sox game. Yeah, remember I I witnessed they cleared yes! they cleared a train out because of a fight, and I was late to the game. <laughs> That's right. It was happened. on the red line this time, yes. and I was sitting there watching it, and it sounds fake. But there was a mom who had a stroller and. It was the summertime. Yes. She had a blow-up dolphin. Yes. And she was using it to beat the other woman. Oh, my God. While her kid in the stroller slowly rolled away towards the train. It sounds like and, a public freakout and, video that I've been watching. And someone had a great, someone literally grabbed the stroller and just like held on to it till she was done beating this other woman <laughs> with an inflatable pool dolphin. <laughs> and when I say it out loud, it sounds fake. It does. But I... I remember and, when you sent that to me, I was and like... And to God, it happened, man. When you texted me that, I'm like, I have to believe this. Like, I, I can't <laughs> I can't not believe this. I like, mean, I'm not no that good of a spy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it, that's overly specific I to know, the point right? where it's like, somewhere we're going to find, you know, because in spy work, you don't want to give too many specifics because you leave a trail. Right. In this case, I'm just like, all right, that's either the best story ever told, the best lie ever told, right? Or this really happened, and I'm inclined to believe this really happened. He's either doubling down on his lie and going all in. Also, I have explosive or, diarrhea. Oh, that, that's always my thing. It's like people are like, "What do I say? Tell, I don't want to go. I don't want to do that. Just tell me you have explosive diarrhea. You get one with that. You get one because yeah, if yeah. people are like, if you really, they're like, wow. If they believe you, they're like. That sucks, and he just had to admit it to me. And two, they're like, he just said that out loud, so <laughs> no one's just gonna just straight up do this that. Poor bastard, yeah. But you only get one. Yeah. You say it more than once, it loses its value. So you got one. I so totally make get sure you use it. When you it go once. that extreme, yes. I, look, I can't tell another dolphin fight story. <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't. Even if I wanted to, I, I want. I couldn't. I desperately want to. Right? I could try changing it to a pool noodle. It doesn't hold the same. Doesn't weight. have the same no. thing. An inner tube. Nope. Doesn't work. It was a family size one. Nope. Still doesn't count. Sorry, you used your dolphin story already. Yeah, yeah. it's done. You know? No, I, I truly do have <clears throat> had. I, it, it, it has changed for me. I don't necessarily have. Uh, well, you don't have to rely on it as much anymore. <gasps> I don't, and I wonder honestly. I think. It, from a karma sense, I think I cleared some karma with it. I don't yeah. know how. You paid your dues. I paid my dues. Like I, but there is there is plenty of people who will. Milos is one of them. Uh, Rob is another one. Mm-hmm. You know, regular guest of the podcast and or other podcast hosts. Um, mm-hmm. They will they will verify that I like a. I have I have karma with the re- I have karma with the CTA that I always encounter. I always have some fucked up CTA. You say story. it's bad karma because karma implies that it could be good or bad. It That's seems like true. It's bad I have karma. bad karma. Or or Milos has experienced Strandland time. Oh boy! <laughs> and he will. There was one specific time we lived together. So usually, what would happen is that I have every intention. I was ready to go out the door. Uh huh. And he was coming out of his room, and something I can't remember. Something happened, and it put us back fifteen minutes. <laughs> and we got to the place, and they're like, "Ah, you guys are a little late." And he's like, "No, look, I can vouch. 
Straling time's a thing. Like, <laughs> something always things comes. Happen. Things come up and get in his way of going, and it's weird. Like me, there was I and I don't even know if he'll remember it, but I will hold on to that for the rest of my <laughs> life. There was one time where he experienced it, and he can vouch for me. That's hilarious. Straling time's a thing, and I have bad karma with the CTA. Do you know anyone else that has that those sort of like I don't want to call them curses or like oddities? <laughs> where about like them? So something always happens. Yeah. Um. Well, real quick to finish yeah, the other sure. the other question, the other thirty percent of the time I just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I figured I was just ready to. I'm like I you, don't. You, you had know, it. I'm I, like you know I don't care because you would care. come in just angry most of the times, and I was like, no, Justin's not happy. Well, par- again, thirty percent of the time I was putting on an, I was yeah, acting, which yeah. was I thought was wonderful. I would yeah. come in. The thing, the key is you got to come in strong. Well, I don't you, mean you look down, you look straight down, you don't look at anyone. And you just come in, you sit down forcefully, uh-huh. and you just get to work. Yeah. Because then it looks like you're like, ah, oh, he's had a bad morning. And even when I was just like leisurely riding the train and late, I'm just like, once I got to the front door, I'm like, game face. Well, I, and obviously, it also was coming out that I'm like, Justin's not happy. <laughs> Justin's not happy here. <laughs> yes. The other thing, the other part of that, the other um, element to that equation mm-hmm. is the fact that I hated what I was doing at the time. Yes. So, so I loved the environment. Yeah. I loved the people I worked with, which was you and Drew. Mm-hmm. It's how we met. And honestly, was probably to this day one of the most fun jobs yeah. outside of the actual job that I ever had. But yeah, part of that, that bad attitude was just like, I'm fucking done here, man. Yeah. Like, this sucks. I have to come in here. <laughs> it is sucking my soul, my will to live. Yeah. yeah and I think we all at one point got to that point. Oh, yeah, we all did, which yeah. is why we don't work there anymore. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but I was going to say, like, because you, you talked about how you have straling time. Like, my brother has this sort of, like, charm that is on You've him. talked about this before. It's uncanny how people just flock to him. You talked? I've, I've heard you speak of this. It's unbelievable yeah. how this happens. Yeah. And I've experienced it. And he just turns to me and goes, yeah, this happens all the time. I'm like, What? The fuck? You're like, why though? Why does it happen all the time? I think I've told you this before, but there was an example like Dave and I went to I.O. to go see a show and we were on our way back and we were waiting for the red line and this like high school girl just comes up and just starts talking to us. Right. Mostly to Dave. And she was like, you look like a teacher. Like and, and not just a talking, but like a flirty way. She was flirting yeah. and it was like really gross. It was weird, yeah. Really gross. Yeah, yeah. Like she was like holding her her book with like both arms holding her book mm. over her chest and she was like No, 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 no. And this no, was ah, like 11 like, I, 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 I yeah. that's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I right now. 11 o'clock at night and this girl's just like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" She's like, "You look like a teacher." Well, first and foremost, I'm sorry to interrupt again, but 11 o'clock at night and a high school girl's coming up. It was too weird, man. It's too, too weird. You and Dave are not slight individuals. We're not. We You're look, both We very look like brothers. You're, you look, yeah. There's no question that you guys are related. Yeah. You're both very large human beings and both bald with beards, yep. and you're you you've got a presence to you. <laughs> so for this little girl to come up and like start at 11 o'clock at night, that in and of itself is bizarre. Yeah. But go ahead. It was. I was just immediately like repulsed. I was like, no. <laughs> and I was like looking, and and, and and Dave wasn't like encouraging it. Yeah. But he was kind of like staccato he answers. Was just like, just like, he was. He, yeah. The thing sure, with Dave is Dave is always going to be nice. So like he was just like so he was appeasing the conversation exactly as so not to make her feel like an idiot yeah like she, sure he didn't, he didn't want to make her feel bad exactly right I get I get it and she was just like you know oh you kind of look like one of my teachers and Dave's like well actually I am a teacher she goes oh I can tell and she just starts telling us stories about stuff and like th- it seems like she was on the cusp of like do you want to hang out 
Right. And Do you then, think she was was she inebriated at all? Or no, she seemed very lucid, very sober really? to me. And then all of a sudden, I realized like the tr- the train was running on the wrong tracks, so, so we had to go to the other side. Shit. So I was like, I'm sorry, we have to go. And like as we were running over to the train, I was like, "What the fuck was that, man?" He goes, "I don't know, dude." I, he's, "I'm telling you, this just happens." I was like, "That was fucking weird." Yeah. And we get on the train. The train leaves, and this dude starts talking to my brother just out of nowhere. He just starts like, and he's like talking about politics, which yeah, Dave yeah. knows a ton about. Right. He's just like, "Man, what's he up?" He teaches with this? a law class. Like, he's like, "What's up with this stuff?" And Dave's like, "Da da da da." And this becomes this giant dialogue on the train. And I just turn to him. I go, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> I go, "I ride the train all the time. This never happens to me when I'm by myself." You're a freak. Like I was me. like, "What is yeah. it?" Yeah, you're a freak like me. He's got this sort of charisma. And this charm that people are just like drawn to, for sure, yeah. And I'm like, I could dig it. I mean, he, when he was sitting right here, yeah. you know, when he's been on, I think he's been on what three times, yeah, three four times, yeah. I could totally dig it. Like he yeah. was, yeah, it was. It, he's he because he listens yeah. is the thing. Like like he'll talk, but he'll listen, and that's a rare quality in a lot of people. So yeah. I don't know what because again, you don't know that sure initially. So I don't know what that initial magnetism is, but. Yeah. At least once you're drawn in, like if if you'll listen, that's half the battle. Oh sure, yeah. Because a lot of times that's what all people want is someone just to listen to. Them. Right, they want to feel like they've been acknowledged as a human being. I, I'm a presence sure. on this planet. Please acknowledge me. Yeah, yeah. Please acknowledge my existence. But <clears throat> and do I know other people who have things like that? That's a great question. I, yes, there's one gentleman that I know who, and it's depressing as all get out, but he. He's been out of work for, at this point, it's got to be about seven plus years, uh. if not more. He sent out, he keeps, because he keeps he keeps us all up to date on Facebook. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm close to blocking him. Yeah. Um, and if you're listening, there's no offense, man, but you got to pull your life together, man. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Like, I've just got to put it out Sort your there. fucking life out. Sort your fucking, get your shit <laughs> in order and sort it out, right? <laughs> so... He sent out probably well over three thousand resumes yeah. in this like seven seven years. He's gone on interview after interview, and I think I, I remember you mentioning this guy. One he, point yeah, time. and he's just—I mean, everything is just doom and gloom, and it's never good. And yeah. it just seems like no matter what he does, he just gets dragged right back down into the mud. And there's part of me that wonders if that's a self fulfilling prophecy. Like yeah. if you're, if he's just—and not to get too ethereal with it—but like if you're putting that vibe out there. Is that what comes back to you? You know, well, I mean, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of thoughts on that, like you know, about thinking positive and stuff like that. And I think to a certain degree, like a part of him s- probably enjoys being miserable. Like he needs that, like because you know, there's what? some weird validation. To well, it here's almost, the thing: or? if you're miserable, there's no fear of failing. You know what I mean? That's a very valid. That's a valid point. Because yeah. cause like, it's cause like it, going through, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah. So if I don't try, I don't fail. I don't succeed, but I don't fail. It's like a you know group of four guys living in an apartment. None of them are employed, and they're all sitting around playing video games. They're all kind of fine in their in their state. You know, they all don't have much money or whatever. One guy goes and gets a job. All of a sudden, the other three are like, "Dude, what the fuck? You've upset the balance." Because all of a sudden, they see this guy who's now no longer a reflection of them. He's doing something greater than them, and they're like, "Oh fuck, what the hell?" It's like a sharp reminder that, right. like, oh by the way, you should be doing this too, right? That happened to me at assignment desk when you were leaving, and then Drew was leaving. And I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm leaving too." <laughs> 
I'm not staying here. What am I doing I'm here? I'm up yeah. here by myself. Fuck this shit. I'm out too. It's right. like, no, no, no. It's like, yeah, it's you're in a job that you hate. You see someone you like leave and you're like, I want to leave. Yeah. I'm miserable here. I'm not I just saying. like to put it out there real quick before we go on this. Um, not trying to shit an assignment desk. No. We're, it, we had a wonderful time there. Things changed. Job ended. It is what it is. Yeah. Assignment desk still, you know, great company f- to, to get hired by. Best for, cruise anywhere. Best cruise in the world. That's right. Is that Worldwide? What it is? I don't know. Whatever. Great company. <laughs> Not 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 no. disparaging it at all. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, like it's 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 you know if you're a video crew, check them out. Yeah, they're good stuff. It was just you know like any job you have that you kind of go to and you things you came, work things came to an end. Yeah, that's all it was. It ran things its course and an we end. were yeah. on our way. You know. Yeah. Just yeah. At, at the time, a little backstory is Drew and Justin were leaving and I was going to be there by myself. And right. I was like, no. And Doug, yeah, I, mean, you, I was like, I'm not. I'm not doing this by. There was myself. a little bit, and we had been there together for two full years. Yeah. So there was a little bit of of panic and like un un yeah. like uh. An uneasy, like wait a second, this is not the norm. When you have yeah. a company of three people, yeah, that you like first on top of that, yeah. and then two of them are leaving. And I was like, yeah. I can't run this by myself. Where you literally became best friends with, <laughs> with yeah. to this day, still, still best friends. Exactly from from meeting at that company of three people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's kind there, of a, it's a weird transition. So yeah. yeah. So along that point, using that as an example, it's like Drew was leaving, Justin was leaving. I'm like, ah, I gotta go too. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't stay here by myself. So, but I mean, again, I don't know anything about this guy, but I mean, it's it's very possible. I mean, I've I've done that sort of stuff where I'm like, no, it's totally cool. It's like, almost self sabotage. You've heard yeah, people say that, of before. course. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually feels good to know that's like cool. Other people are yeah. in the same position as me. Well, and part of it, and it sounds like again very selfish and morbid, but I'll, I'll read his Facebook post. I'm like, you know what? I, my life's not that bad. Like yeah. I'm, I've put your life in perspective. I really put shit in perspective. <laughs> I'm like, look, I may have, I may have some debt that I'm not too happy about. Mm-hmm. You know, as everyone does. You know, sure. I may have, you know, I may not be in love with my job, but I have a job that pays very, like, you know, for what it is, pays pays pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got health insurance. I've got. Sure. A roof. I've got a you know. A, a, I, I've got. I have things, and it's yes. it's nice, and it's not as. Sometimes you can get very very down on yourself, and very like my life was terrible. Yeah. And then you look at something, and you're like, "Well, fuck me, dude! Like my life's rough, but it's not in perspective. It's sure. pretty good." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's always situations where I'm, you know, I try to keep that in mind. Right. Where I am, yeah. what I'm doing, absolutely, you know, and everything. And I'm like, you know, in general, I'm pretty lucky with yeah. a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, working at the hotel was like a sharp reminder to me also. Another yeah. lesson I learned was that yeah. up to that point, I hadn't really had to try for a lot of things. <coughs> things just sort of worked out for me. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. This is life. And then all of a sudden it was like, uh, life's going to teach you a little lesson. <laughs> You're going to come work here and we're not going to let you leave for six years. Right. And as much as I tried, I could not get out of there. Really? I could not get another job. I started out where I was like, I want to have something grander, but then I was like, I will settle for another hotel. I hate working in a hotel, but I'll settle for any other hotel that's not this one. I will go and work Because that's the time. There. That's what the experience you had. I was like, I have to believe that this another hotel is going to be better than this. And I don't want to work at a hotel, but right. I need to get out of here. Right. And, I, and, and on like three separate occasions... I remember interviewing for different jobs and becoming like I was in the top two, and I didn't get it because <laughs> they hired from the inside. They, well, they just got either that or they just hired the other candidate. Sure, sure. And I was like, "Fuck!" I, got, I remember just getting so upset. Yeah. Or it's just like I couldn't even get an interview. I was like, "How am I not qualified for this job?" Right. 
I, it's exactly what I'm doing right now. Like, how am I not? Like, what is going on? And I just remember getting so frustrated with that and just being, like, so downtrodden and being like, I cannot get out of this. But, but if I could go back to my 22-year-old self, I'd be like, give it 10 years. <laughs> it's going to get better. Give it 10 years. Right. All right. If you can wait 10 years, it's going to suck. Right. It's not going to be easy. You're going to cry at work. Wait, wait a decade. <laughs> You're gonna cry at work, right? The, you know, ten years seems like a long ass time, and it kind of is. Yeah, but but the you, trajectory that you're going is gonna put you into a position that you're gonna like eventually. It's it sounds awful, but you're gonna you're gonna learn some great stuff. You're yeah. gonna meet people that are gonna help you. Yep. <laughs> along the way, because I met Drew. Yep. There, I met yep. Chris Charles there. Yes, because of Chris Charles, I was able to do music supervision work, and yep. Drew got me into assignment desk. I got Drew into SMS. Yeah, absolutely. And I met you yep. at assignment desk, and you know, obviously, we're still friends yep. doing this stuff. And like, you got me into improv. Like, everything that happened, as much as I hate saying this phrase, it almost seemed like it happened for a reason. Right. It was serendipitous. I hate even saying that. Blah. Someone had a plan for me. Mm. Whatever. You can almost. I mean, you could. You could argue if you don't like saying that. <laughs> You could, argue, you could just not say it, though. You could just not fucking say it. <laughs> Shut up for a second. Uh, <laughs> I know you, I mean, if, if you know, another way of looking at it is is not that it happened for a reason, but it happened. Yeah. It just happened. This, this stuff could have happened for you mm-hmm. on a different path had you not worked at the hotel, or you could have found a completely different path that you would have never known what you missed out on, sure. and you could have found a whole other ar- array of different things that you had been exposed to and people that you had met that worked out just as well, sure. but different. Or it could have tanked you, and yeah. you could be, you know, just desperately miserable right now sure. <laughs> if it's still working at the hotel. Well, you know, like, I think I mentioned this in one of our previous podcasts, but what bummed me out the most is there's guys that have been at the hotel I, for yeah. 13, 15 yeah. years. No, I, I yeah. And I was like, these guys cannot go anywhere else. They do not have the education or the skills to go anywhere else. They have to stay here. Right. And, and, and at that, that point, they've the, locked themselves in, too. That was like, one of the yeah. saddest things. Because yeah. there was a guy that had been there since he was 18. He was in his 30s. And he was just like, he had no other job. And this other guy was like, he's like, I, he goes, I grew up in the streets, in the hood. He's yeah. like, this is my vacation, coming to work. I'm like, coming here is your relief? He goes, yeah. That's how bad it is. Oh man, that makes me depressed. Yeah, and like, I was that just like, sucks, dude. It, it's like you know when I would get mad at certain things that were like you know, being done at the hotel. I'm like, yeah. yeah, but these to some of these guys, this is their this is their reprieve. Yeah, and I'm like, and they've been here for 15 years. That's rough, dude. 15 years That's in that rough. place, and I'm like, fuck. And they have no other options. Yeah, it's one of the saddest things I'd ever like encountered. I was like. And I'd be like, look at myself like, you don't have it that bad. <laughs> at yeah. the end of the day, like, you could probably take your skills elsewhere if need be. You probably yeah. can. Yeah. It's not showing up right now for some reason. Right. I can't, but I knew that I could. Yeah. Like, you know, if they're like, we're closing down the hotel, I'm like, I'll be able to get another job. Yeah. Don't know about these guys. Don't know if it's possible. That sucks. Dude. And that's depressing as hell in that sort of regard. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Back to your original question. Yes. Uh, I do know there's another guy I know who was born on the complete opposite end of that dichotomy. He was born with a horseshoe up his ass. All right. Like, just everything he touches, <laughs> gold. Nice. Just doesn't have to. It, and see, that's the thing with someone like that, though. You look at it and you go, 
it doesn't look like he has to work at anything. It mm-hmm. looks like anything he just tries, anything <laughs> he j- he he's naturally like, oh, I'm going to pick up the guitar. I'm good at it. <laughs> Shocking. I'm going to, you know, fucking tap dance. Oh, look, my feet are just moving by themselves. Sure. I'm going to do th- whatever it is, you know, or I'm going to apply for a job. Got it. Oh, look, I got a promotion Nailed in three it. months. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, just a hor- like, it just never stops for him. <clears throat> What's interesting is in a pers- from a pers- like looking at it prospectively, is it effortless for him? Like mm-hmm. someone like that, because I'm sure you've, if you look, think back, like you've known people like that before, mm-hmm. people who who look like they just everything comes easy to them. Is it so easy for them? That's a good question. That's the question. Like that's that's what I always wonder. Like he makes it look effortless, but the people who usually are good at things do make it look effortless, even though there's an incredible amount of skill involved. Now I'm not saying. Having good fortune is a skill set. Sure. But, you know, there's another phrase that, or another ter- um, uh, saying that I like, which is, you know. Never pet a burning dog. Exactly. Don't pee into the wind. Mm-hmm. There's another one. Um, some people, everyone makes the room better, some by coming, some by going. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Um, no, one of the other phrases I like is, and you've completely derailed me, you asshole. <laughs> I, I totally forgot what I was saying. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, that's fine. I'm talking about the guy with the horseshoe up his ass. Exactly, and yeah. And you saying that there's there's a saying that you liked about it because he said effortless. Oh, yeah, no. I, uh, so it's it's because uh, it looks effortless, but is it really difficult? And one of the, the phrases that I that I love, and I'll, I'll constantly remind myself or Beth, you know, when we're having a hard time, is never compare yeah. your B-roll to everybody's sizzle reel yeah. or highlight reel, sure. if you will. So, like, basically, you know what's going on behind the scenes, which is B-roll. Sure. Like, it's, it's, it's all the stuff on a movie set that you see when they look at the camera or a green screen that's not actually filled in. That's the B-roll. Yeah. <clears throat> so you don't, don't compare your behind-the-scenes stuff where you know the drama that's happening sure. to everyone else's highlight reel, where they're making slam dunks, they're, you know, they're sinking three-pointers, they're running you – know, don't – you can't do that because everyone on Facebook, everyone on ever, they're putting out their best, the best image they can. No one wants to put out, except for this one dude I know, wants to put out what's bad happening to them. Obviously, yeah. he's fine. He's fine with it. Sure, but everyone's going to put out the best things that happen to them, and you're seeing their highlight reel. Yeah, and it's impossible to compare yourself to that. So I often wonder with this guy, I'm like, what am I not seeing? Because sure. everything looks inc- like. Everything. I'm like, this guy leads a fucking charmed life, and I love him, but I hate him for it. Yeah. And then I'm like, but what kind of turmoil am I not seeing that if I pulled back the curtain, yeah. it's just a hot mess back there? Yeah, because I'm, I'm very much a firm believer, and I've thought about this ever since I was a kid because I'm always a child. <laughs> but I always believe that we have like almost like a video game. Like we have certain stats. Sure. You know, we have certain things that like just naturally we'll start with a higher like maybe, you know, uh, my strength, I started at 5 out of 10, and maybe you started at 3. Right. But you can also increase those stats right. you know, naturally, but there's other skills that you just can't increase. Right. They're just going to be there or they're not. Right. And I have a, you know. And I, someone will have skills that you don't have and, and vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. So I imagine there's going to be some things like, take, for example, like that guy, maybe his skill set just allowed him, like when Zach Diamond was on here, you know, talking about what it was like to be a genius. Right, right, right. You know, and he was talking about like some things he just made sense to him. Right. Like singing. And right. music made sense to him. He just was able to process it quicker. He was able to make sense of it. And he was able to just improve his stats quicker than most people. Sure, sure, sure. And I feel like in that regard, I'm, it sounds like this guy has that sort of ability to be like, he can understand certain things. Yeah. But as Zach said, um, on the flip side, he dealt a lot with social problems. 
Right. Because he was always told he was a genius. Couldn't he make was, that connection to people. He was told that he was you know better than everyone, and then so he believed that. Right. And then all of a sudden when he has to make a connection with somebody, he's like, I don't know how to connect to you. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or he got he met people that were also his equals, and it was a shock. Right, because he's like, whoa, he's like, whoa, wait are you a competing minute, competing with me? What's happening? Yeah, because yeah, I know plenty of kids growing up who, who like, at a certain age, were uh, athletic gods. Yeah, yeah. And I just I remember seeing them. Like, there's one guy in particular <clears throat> in high school. He, God, I feel bad because his head just wasn't on straight. He was just very much up his ass all the time. Like yeah. he was like wearing his his uh, jacket that said he got second at state. At like wrestling when he was like a kid, he wore it proudly around, and it's like, dude, no one gives a shit. And but he was naturally athletic. Yeah, yeah. his athletic stats were through the roof. <clears throat> yeah, naturally strong. I mean, if you looked at him, you're like, dude, this guy's ripped. Like right. this guy's good. But he was lazy because ah. he was naturally good. He didn't have to work for it. He didn't have to work for it. He could just go about winning. So right. he didn't really have a strong work ethic. And then come his in high school. When he was wrestling and stuff like that, like early on, he made like his freshman year, he was on varsity. You know, like he was he was doing well, but he never achieved the height of greatness because by the time he needed to work, it was too late. Yeah, and I remember him getting. I just remember him like at one point in time, like I was beating him, and he'd been wrestling most of his life. Really, and it's possible he wasn't trying. Yeah, as hard, but I remember like working really hard and just like working him over. But then one day, because we were going to state. Uh, the local news cameras came by just to get some some B roll footage of us. Yeah, I never seen that guy wrestle so hard in his life because we were wrestling together. Yeah, you would have thought like his his asshole was on fire <laughs> the way he was moving. And I remember just like laughing as they were filming because I'm like, why don't you always practice like this? <laughs> like now that you're on camera, right, like right, right, everyone's right. you're like oh, I gotta go, you know, and like it, it was a shame because I just remember seeing him in a lot of matches where he came up short, but yeah. I was like. You know, that's also, you see like a lot of athletes, you know, that, you know, you wonder if someone has that talent, does someone coach them and be like, you know, you're going to be good now. It's going to seem like overkill, but you have to keep practicing hard. You have to be working, be able to work harder because at some point you're going to meet someone who's just as good, if not better than you. Right. Inevitably, it's going to happen. Doesn't matter. And that's been told to us our entire lives is that as good as you are at something, there will always be someone who can beat you at it. Always. The internet has taught me that very much with video games. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, it's like... I learned, I learned that real early with video games. I didn't even need the internet to know that. <laughs> well, I got to the point where it's like, in my household, with my brother and I, I knew where I ranked, you know? My favorite thing was when we were... Dead last, this guy. <laughs> when we were playing uh, Mario Kart on sixty on the Super Nintendo, Yeah, my brother and I were playing oh, and... such a good game. And I remember a girlfriend I was dating in high school came over, and uh, I was like... You want to play Mario Kart? She's like, okay, cool. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. She fucking whooped my ass. She had like the skidding turns down. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? She was kicking. She's like, let's do Rainbow Road. I'm like, Rainbow Road fucking just killed me. Jesus. And no one I, does Rainbow Road good. And then I looked at her and I go, we, you have to play Dave. You're a ringer. I was yeah. like, you have to play Dave. And you have to pretend that you've never played this game before. Oh, no. And I remember her. That is what... That's one of Dave's downfalls right there. That is as charismatic charismatic as he is. And I love you, Dave. He cannot lose. I loved it because he when she started doing that, he's like, oh, so you're doing the cheating stuff? <laughs> and the thing about her, too, is she was so soft-spoken. When we were done, she's like, you want to go again? 
just you want to go again? I was like, I would have paid money to have been there. I was so like thrilled and surprised because this girl apparently had been Terrible. playing this most of her life, and she just obviously. Had it down. Yeah. I was like, I had never seen anyone use this tactic before. <laughs> Because most of the people that I played with never played it before. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Here's what we'll do. And she was just like, and I was like, <laughs> awesome. what the fuck? Um, but yeah, like the internet taught me real quick that, hey, dude, you think you're good at games? Okay. Right. And I feel like there's a short window of time when you're really good. <laughs> yeah. And then it's yeah. like, it's gone. Yeah. Because yeah. like Counter-Strike was my shit and Team Fortress 1 was my shit. Yeah. And I remember just like annihilating people at those games I was and, in college, right? Yeah. Did you guys do like land parties and stuff? We did for for Counter Strike. Yeah, yeah. We we would every day after foreign language. We, <laughs> I'm not proud of this, but we would buy two CDs, <laughs> and each CD uh, of the game would have a, a code, and you could share that code amongst five computers. Okay. So we would do five on five. Nice. With with two CDs, so we would kind of, we were kind of pirating. Sure. No, we weren't kind of. We were pirating. You were pirating. So, um, but we would line it up, and I would host the game. It would be five on five, and we would just like all get in our rooms and leave our doors open so we could just talk shit to each other. We yell at each other <laughs> out the hallway, Dude, and we got awesome. we got really good. And then all of a sudden, uh, we realized other dorms were playing, and then it turned into our dorm versus another dorm, <laughs> like sort of shit. And it got really fucking competitive. Did it? And it got to the point where we would keep a stats page. And everyone was so concerned about their stats. They want to know like what their kill death ratio yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And I was I'm <laughs> proud to say I was usually in the top three or four. Were you? Like I I was pretty good. There was one guy in particular who was really good. And I yeah. was always like I always respected him because I was son like of a bitch. Yeah. I was like, he's on and like when he when we would play like with him on our team versus another dorm, I'm like, we're good to go. We've got Yablo. Yablo's on our team. <laughs> We've got Yablo. I still remember his screen name. Don't know his real name, but his name was Yablo. I'm yeah. like, yeah. And just stuff like that, or it's like, you know, you, you, I remember playing Warcraft 3 was another one. Where I played that online with other people. It's got my ass beat. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, I don't want to play against other people. It's not They're, fun no They more, were yeah. mean. <laughs> so mean. I remember starting a game, and this guy just comes over, and he like sees my base. He goes, oh, you don't even know how to fucking build your base. I'm like, what do we do? What's the plan? He goes, what's the plan? We're going to lose. I'm like, what? we haven't even started. He goes, it doesn't matter. We've lost. It's over. Game's over. I go, so I'm assuming that team works out the window. He goes, your goddamn right's out the window. And I'm like, <laughs> what a prick. I was like, can you teach me? He's like, go fuck yourself. I'm Jesus. like, I don't want to play this anymore. I will never play that game in my life. It's just, I, it's too stressful to deal with Christ, some random man. person like yeah. making fun of me. It hurts my feelings. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to feel bad about playing games. Right. I get yelled at in everyday life. I don't get yelled at while playing the game. <laughs> fuck that shit. People get so mad. Sometimes yeah. it's funny. Because that's why I, I sometimes watching the trolling videos, too, that people do where they'll go into a game and just yeah, fuck yeah. with people. My favorite. Oh, sorry. That's another That's another video series that you've... Actually, <laughs> that's what I started with originally was the trolling stuff. And it was... <laughs> one of my favorites is um, the, they go and they play this game on Call of Duty called a Gun Game. And the way that it works is you start with a pistol, and every time you get a kill, you get an upgrade to your gun. Sure, so you yeah. cycle through all the guns, yeah. and you have to usually end with stabbing somebody. Yeah. So what this kid does, or what these people will generally do, is they just pull out their knives and they just go around knifing people. Okay. They will never yeah. win the mm-hmm. game doing this. Yeah. But every time you knife someone, they lose a level. So but they it, just keep bringing them back down. So it infuriates the shit out of people. The thing is that you got to be good. You have to be good because if you're coming at someone who's got like an M16, yep. and you're coming at them with a knife, yeah. you got to be able to get to them. What was really funny too is because as he'd be doing this, people would be like, "Dude, what the fuck." Like, this is called gun game. He goes, I know. 
and I'm kicking your ass with a knife. <laughs> I brought a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, he's like, they're like, you brought a knife to a gunfight. I go, yeah, and I'm kicking your ass. <laughs> he's like, I got more kills than you do. Like, they're like, yeah, but you lost. He goes, yeah, but I got more kills than you did. I got more <laughs> kills than anybody in this lobby. And I knifed you. I had a knife. That's all I had. And I fucking killed you guys. And he was really good. Like, yeah, you yeah. bob and weave and people. And he'd be like, hey, turn around. And they'd be like, what? And you go, stab him and they that? would lose their minds yeah, over yeah, these yeah. and I'm sitting there going nowadays I don't care that much I don't care that much like, yeah. well, I'll hop into a game here and there I'm like let's just play you're like, like I'm just looking I'm just looking to blow I'm some not steam a, I'm not a competitive player right right, right. like uh, play Overwatch that's another one by Blizzard yeah yeah, they have competitive play. I'm like fuck that shit I'm never doing competitive play like my brother will he, he does it with yeah. some friends I'm like have fun it's too big of a deal for yeah. these guys. Like, because like if you lose, your ranking drops significantly. But if you win, it only goes up a little bit. So every time you lose, it's a huge deal. And if people are fucking you over, people you don't know, who you you know you're teaming up with, I'm like, why would you even bother playing if you don't know all the people you're playing with? Right. It's it's six on six. So if you go in there by yourself with a bunch of randos, and you're expected to work together as a team, it's not going to fucking happen. It never does. And then someone, of course, will always be like, you guys fucking suck, man. Man, I had a backpack on. I was just carrying this team. Fuck you guys. It's just like, oh, my God. Or people are just super fucking selfish. Yeah. You look at the team makeup. And in that kind of game, it's really important to have, like, a tank, someone who can absorb the damage but not do a ton of damage. Yeah. You need to have a healer. Someone's going to heal people. You need to have damage dealers. But people will just, like, do, like, the worst combination because they're like, I just want to be this ninja guy. I'm like, well, you better be fucking good as that ninja guy. Right. Because if you're not getting kills and, like, harassing them, you're you're not you're not pulling your weight. You're not doing your job. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if, like, Choose you know, a different class and let's do this. Let's, yeah. Do, you, for me, I'm like, I'll be the healer. Right. I'll always You've be. You've always been, yeah. I'll always be when the healer. When you and I healer. played TF2 together. I'll be the medic. <clears throat> right. I was, I was heavy. You were medic. And you would fucking we would blitzkrieg and Uber will, those people. Like I will no keep you people. alive the best of my ability, dude. All right. I'm like, hey, you know why? Because you and I are working together, and you and I working together is better than most people playing by themselves. Right. I was because like, teamwork, team fortress two. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't mind doing that at all. No. I'll always do that. Yeah. I, and, and what I love about those games too is they reward you for doing that score wise. Right. Right. Like if you're like constantly healing people, you get a portion of the kills that other people get. Sure, yeah. And they're like, "Whoa, that's cool." And in like Overwatch, you get to see how much you've healed, and people are usually like, when they you can like uh, vote for people at the end of a match, like who like gets a recommendation. Yeah. And if you've healed like fifteen thousand damage, people are like, "Jesus Christ!" Like this guy's been healing the shit out of our team. Right. You helped us win. It'll be yeah. like you've healed forty five percent of the damage that was that was taken like by the team. <laughs> right. Like, people can be like, "Wow, I can recognize the healer." As opposed to someone needs to be a fucking healer. It's like, why? Right. It's a thankless job. Right. No one's going to give a shit. Right. Well, the thing, the funny thing was when we played TF two, you were you would heal, mm-hmm. but you were shockingly good at killing with right with his stuff like. I don't know how that happened, honestly. I don't either, but I would I would see you like I would be getting healed by you and all of a sudden you'd be like, Hold on and I would just I would hear like <laughs> shoot my needles at this people. This little needle or I'd just hear that saw go <laughs> and then you'd be like I'd heal you go, All right, cool. I just killed two guys. I'm like, How did you do that? And I was, every time I tried to play the healer, I would die immediately. <laughs> Imme- I couldn't even heal someone, I would die. <laughs> well that game a lot of especially is about it's about healing around corners. Right, right. Because right, yeah. the beam goes yeah, around and yeah. stuff like that. It's like not just trying to hide. <laughs> But I actually would. I would get so. I would laugh so hard because, like, I always felt it was an insult if you got killed by the healer. 
Oh, yeah. Because, like, my gun's yes. not accurate at all. And if no. I kill you with my little bone saw. You're shooting syringes or like, coming like, at you with a bone saw. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, here we go. Like, I'll do what I have to do. And it's the same thing in Overwatch. Like, there's one healer in particular. She actually does, she hits pretty hard, but she just has, like, a pistol. Yeah. And so it's just like, pew, 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 pew. And I, whenever, if I've ever killed anybody, I'm like, ha, 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 You should lose this game. Suck it. I'm like, yeah. And when I've been killed by it, I'm like, fuck, I got killed by Mercy. Right. God damn it. Right. It's like in TF2 when I get, whenever I would get bonked by the scout. Oh, like, fuck. God damn it. And the, the worst is if I was heavy ah! or I was a soldier <laughs> or a demo for that matter. Yeah. And, I, and the scout came in and owned me. I, I was so close to F4. Like, just <laughs> let me just close everything down, and I don't want to be in this anymore. When I was, for about a day, I was really good with the Scout. Yeah. Like, I always liked playing as him, but I was never as effective as other people. Sure. But there was a day where I played, and I was, like, on point. You just, you locked, like, you zone, you locked into the zone, and you were... I had the right, the right equipment on. Yeah. And I remember, like, I, I had, like, the soda popper or something like that, so, like... As you're running or as you do damage, like it, it generates this like yeah. superpower, like super critical thing. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I would jump and I would like land right on Heavy's heads and just go boom, boom, double shot to the head with a no, shotgun. That, yeah. Boom, done. Well, yeah, because you can double jump with the scout and yeah. everything. Yeah. And yeah. he had a gun that would shoot like two yeah. shots yeah, yeah. really fast, but you only get two the shots. Shot off, yeah. Yeah, you only get two shots. So, so you, you got to make them. Yep. So in other times, like I'd be fighting a Heavy and I would like boom, jump over, boom, jump over, and I would just run around him and then yeah. like I would shoot him or beat him to death with a bat. <laughs> and I'd just be like, what's up now? I am the man. I've never had that experience. <laughs> and then after that, I kept trying to do it, and I would just get murdered most yeah. of the time. I'm like, damn it. Damn it. we got to play that again sometime. I, we, we, we absolutely do. I haven't yeah. played that in a while. And that's kind of the game where like every now and again, I'll pick it back up. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't been I'm still on, okay. I haven't been on Steam in a long time. I could probably get on my computer and tell you how long it's been. You could, you probably could. <laughs> it tracks yeah. how long you've been gone. Has it, oh, <laughs> It'll say how, how, how long since the person's <clears throat> logged in. I'm going to guess two full years. I don't think it's been two full years. No, because I played once when I was here with you. Yes. So it's been it's been close to two full years. Yeah. 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 Because I think because you, you you text me once you're like, hey, I'm getting on Steam, and usually when you do that, I'm like, drop everything. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta go. She'll like, hold the baby. She's like, what? I'm like, Justin's gonna be on Steam. We he's, never get to play games. He's plugging in. And it's like for 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, here we go. This is it, man. Yes. And we just have an absolute blast. Yeah. And that's so much fun. You know the thing that it hasn't been two years since I've done. A throwdown. That's right. It's in been your, a, in your pants. But, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's been about a week. It's been about a week. So a throwdown. Today's throwdown uh, just came. Initially, I was gonna do the manager of the hotel <laughs> we were working verse, and I was trying to think of some other like backstabby, slimy, sleazy guy. And I'm like Jamie Lannister. And I'm like. Well, no, Jamie would kill him because he's good with the sword. Yeah, Jamie. That's easy. Jamie's not too much of a backstabber anyway. And I mean, I'm like, literally, he was, but it was, it was yeah. for the good of the people. Yeah, exactly. It's the Mad King. Yeah. But like, so I was trying to think of someone else that could go against him, and I fell short. <laughs> right, right at the end, it, uh, it kind of dawned on me. Uh-huh. So we're either going to do, and I'll give you the option: we're okay. either going to do the heavy or the spy from TF2 uh-huh. verse, and I don't know this, but the heavy or the spy's equivalent in Overwatch. Oh, interesting. So who is that? Explain these people to me. Who would be the heavy and the spy? Okay, well, there's like 26 characters in Overwatch. Well, shit. So this might not be great. No, then. no. This I'll, I'll find. I'll, I'll find the the closest one to it. Um, the heavy would it's be a lot easier. of characters, man. There's like, like I said, there's separate. There's like damage dealers. 
there's tanks, there's defense guys, and then there's like support. And within there, there's like four or five characters. Subcategories or whatever, yeah. So it's like, you know, like support can be anyone that heals, but then may also provide like teleporters or something like that. Oh, Defensive so the guys, engineer. Well, it's funny the, because yeah. there's a lot of characters that are pretty much. Yeah, yeah. There's a dwarf that builds turrets. That's the fucking engineer. There you go, yeah. There's a character they just released that can go invisible. Yeah, okay. And can, like, do EMPs and, like, short people's, like, Ta-da! stuff out. Yep. That's a spy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's another guy that's a ninja that basically kind of works like the scout. He can double jump. He, yeah. He can throw shurikens, and he can also use a sword to kill sure, people. Sure. That's kind of like the scout. Uh, so we'll there's the- someone that flies and shoots rockets. That's the soldier. Yep. Um, so yeah, so what would be the closest? There's to a s- guy named Junkrat who shoots fucking grenades out of a grenade launcher. He's the demo guy. Yep. <laughs> so uh, there's a guy that shoots a bow and an arrow. That's so Daryl Dixon. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, it's the it's a sniper. There's yeah. also someone that has a sniper rifle. Yeah. So there's a lot of equivalents sure. with these classes. So I would say. I don't want to necessarily do the spy because the spy can actually go invisible and their one stab to the back kills you. Sure. Which I fucking hate in that game so much. Agreed. That's when I'm like, it's pyro time. I'm going to light you on fire. Right. No one will oh, get by me. I forgot about the pyro. He's yes. my favorite. In those uh, shorts that they made, oh, he was my favorite. So good. So I'll, I'll do I'll do the, the heavier guys, like the tanks, so to speak. All right. So you've got the heavy. So if you're not familiar with Team Fortress 2, which we've just been gabbing about. Right. Uh, it's a big Russian-looking dude that has basically a minigun. He looks he like if Doug and Dave ate each other and then gained another 300 pounds. And then became cartoon characters. Exactly. I actually have a picture of him hanging up in my office. There you go. And someone goes, did uh, someone do a cartoon of you? I'm like, funny you say that. Ah! That's just a video game character that happens to look like me. Right. Because so, he's bald and big. That's, that's it. And yeah. he's, he's doing his thumbs up. Right, exactly. I was yeah. like, that's, I just put him up there because he looks like me. Right. So just happy coincidence. <laughs> Um, so the heavy is a big guy. He's got a lot of armor. He's got a lot of, he, he can yeah. take a lot of damage. Yeah, he has a lot of health, so he, he takes a lot of a lot of pounding. So I would say, and he delves out a lot of damage too. He does. Like he's got this turret gun that but he he's holds, slow. but he's slow. He's slow as fuck. So that's the that's the trade off is that he takes a lot of damage, he delves out a lot of damage, but he's slow. So the tanks we have on Overwatch is there's Reinhardt. He's a big German dude in like right. armor. Well, Russian German, I feel like that's close. But he has a shield that he puts no, up, and then he has like right. an he has a, like a hammer that he uses. So a hammerstein. That's not quite it. Um, there's Winston. He's a he's the big gorilla. Okay. He's more. I was wondering if that was going to be because he's the only heavy I'm familiar with. He's not quite the guy. Diva may be a close one. She's an Asian girl in like a mech suit. So it's like this big robotic thing, and she just kind of like uses her controllers and shoots okay. from a distance. Uh, she can kind of close the distance using like her afterburners, and she actually can put up a shield that can block bullets. Okay, she's very close to that. Another one, Zarya. She's a Russian girl. Russian, Russian, and she has like this little like plasma gun that she shoots at people, and then she can put she like little plasma shields around people. Yeah. That's another close option. Um, Is she slow? Yeah. All the all the tanks are generally. I feel like moving. she's the closest then. If right she's now, holding some sort of like a pl- yeah. the way that you did pull up, pull up, look up Rosaria Overwatch and see if you can find Rosaria. Just Zarya. Z a r y a. And I think and I think you can kind of get an idea of of what it is that she does. Zarya Overwatch. Z a r y a. Yeah. Uh, images. Oh yeah, dude! This is the heavy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes. All right. So it's it's Zarya versus the heavy. That 
The other one I was going to suggest is Roadhog. Look up Roadhog. Okay. I don't think it's going to be him. I only thought about that mostly because of his ultimate is kind of like a, a minigun, but that's his ultimate ability. So, Roadhog, Overwatch, Images, go. Oh, he's a big dude, He's too. a big dude, but he's got a hook. He's got a hook and, and a, a shotgun. Eh, yeah, I'm going... Because like, he'll hook you, pull you in, and shoot you with a shotgun. So We're going like a, Zarya. So Zarya and Heavy. I think that's a really, <laughs> actually, a very nice match. Yeah. They're both Russian. They're both Russian. bigger. They both have a... Uh, a double-handed turret type exactly. gun, yeah. And she's actually known for being like a bodybuilder in her there country, yeah. And everything. So she's really, a, she's a huge, yeah, yeah, huge chick. So yeah, like she could give the heavy size-wise, yeah, a run for his money. So yeah, I would say Zarya versus the heavy. So here's what I'd say. All right, let's hear it. Um, so the heavy has the advantages that his minigun can shoot farther, so he's got a little bit of distance. Now it does less damage. Okay, the farther and it away, sprays too. A it does bit, spray. Yeah. It does less damage the farther away it is. Zarya can put a shield on herself for three seconds at a time. Okay. So, but she can only use that like every fifteen seconds. Okay. So she can close the distance real easy with with her using her bubble. Yeah. And as she gets closer, is she the one with the afterburners or not? No, no, she's not the one with the okay. afterburners. So she just has to, she just has to run. <clears throat> okay. Now her weapon allows her to shoot ranged as well. She can shoot like kind of like almost. <sighs> Uh, explosive rounds okay. of her plasma stuff, okay. so she can kind of arc it up and shoot it, and it kind of explodes. Or she can use her weapon to kind of like lock in, and it's just like constant damage. Sure. So think of like what the medic did from Team Fortress yeah, 2, yeah. but that's just damage okay. all the time. Okay, all right. So um, I'd say, unfortunately, Zarya, I think, has a significant advantage because she can shield herself. Okay, so, okay. But I think, <laughs> no, she, she has both armor and health. No, does she have shields? You just said she has little plasma shields. Yeah, but her actual health bar, I'm thinking of, like, how that would equate to what... I think she actually has shields, which can regenerate. I'm going to leave her ultimate out of it. It wouldn't even matter anyway, because her ultimate, basically, in the the game of Overwatch, like, once you do enough damage, or over a certain amount of time, you'll get an ultimate, and each character has one they can do. She shoots um, a graviton... Like a singularity, basically, a black okay, hole, yeah. and everyone gets sucked into the middle of it. Okay. So you can obviously see, like, if everyone's sucked in one place, someone could do, like, a, a massive... They can basically do that, and maybe they have, like, the demolition guy. Yeah. His ultimate, like, is he takes a tire that's an explosive, sets it off, and you can control where it goes, and then he could just blow everyone up because they're all Well, there spot. you go. So really, it doesn't do any damage. Yeah. It just kind of sucks them into a spot. It just... And he would just be immobile, but it really... hinders you for a while. But he could still shoot. Yeah. So it really yeah, doesn't... Yeah. It's, it's irrelevant at that point in okay. time. Plus, he also has the sandwich, so he can eat his sandwich. He has sandwich. To get, to get health back very quickly. Yes. Or he's got his, his boxing gloves. He goes pop, pop, pop if he gets close. Yes. And it, it, actually, if, every time he hits, it increases his critical uh, strike damage. Right. So he can actually do a lot of damage. So especially if they pull him into the black hole, he can just pop those on. Well, and she go, can all, Zarya. We prob- box now. <laughs> we box now. Um, I don't think Zarya would get close to him if that were the case. Okay. So she's so. not sucked into the black hole then. Nope. Oh, well, it only works not. on the enemy team. Ah. So. Um, that's rough then. <laughs> yeah. If used. Everything in that game, if used, if you time it right, yeah. it's devastating. Yeah. All right, to what can happen. I feel like we're making the case for Zarya. Then <sighs> I feel like it, Zara. It's, it's, it's I think it's Zarya. Z a r y a. Zarya. Zarya. Yes, you're right. Um, Clock's ticking, Doug. Make the decision. Well, make an assessment. Make an assessment. I feel like Zarya. If Zarya didn't have the ranged ability. Okay. Because she can just take pot shots at him 
and with uh, those explosives and yeah. just just do an, an area dam- an area blast. I, I, I feel like because the thing is like if she gets closer to him, he can just do an insane amount of damage with his minigun. Yes, and he just absolutely tear can. Her. Yeah, um, and I feel like she could still do plenty of damage, like being mobile and for him he has to have a straight line of sight at all yep. times she could just pop around a corner or pop it over a building yeah. or something and still get him so i think i'm gonna have to give it to her give it to zaria now i I'm think gonna, it'd be a good fight it'd be a great fight yeah but yeah but zaria Zari for the win yeah i'm gonna tell you how it's actually gonna go down okay all right so they're gonna be facing off they're finally one of them is gonna yell something at the other <laughs> and the other one's gonna go you russian too and he's gonna go you Duh. want you want sandwich then they're going to go on a little date. He's going to make her one of his famous sandwiches. They're going to realize that they have a lot in common. Yeah, right. Right? Then what they're going to do is they're going to travel to America and have a summit meeting with Trump. Ooh. Exactly. And then they're going to invade Canada. And they're all going to get their asses kicked by Justin Trudeau. So Justin Trudeau for the win. Uh, I think they would definitely bully Trump, the two of them. You it, think so? I think they would both go, you listen to Putin now, Okay. And oh, he goes, no. okay, sorry, I did not mean anything by it. And Zarya just... Your sandwiches are amazing. <laughs> Zarya just lifts up his desk. <laughs> and the heavy goes, thank you for liking this sandwich. Thank you, my love. <laughs> thank you, my, my love. Thank you. Very impressive. <laughs> Zarya, my darling. Zarya, my darling. Um, Still Justin Trudeau for the win. Uh, uh, agreed. <laughs> I think we got that. Awesome, guys. Thanks. That was another great week of Mind Gap with another topic we didn't plan. Again, we wanted to go back to the other topic we had last week, but didn't get to it. This so. is the whole thing I love about this, man. We get on something, and it's natural. It feels right. It you know? does. It's just we're living in the moment. It's like a good pair of pants. It feels right. It feels right until you sweat in them, and then you get that itchy butt. You know what I'm talking still don't about. know what you're talking you about. You know what I'm talking about. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook. Uh, just look up Mind Gap. Uh, check us in there and let us know what you thought about the episode. Uh, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, you can also find us on my, uh, on Mind Gap uh, on Twitter at Mind Gap Podcast. We'd love to feel free to tweet at us. Uh, anything you got to say about the show, we'll listen to you. We'll write back because right. we love you. We love you. And uh, Justin has a website. You can find me online at justinstrandland.com or you can listen to this podcast as well as the other one I do every Monday or most Mondays with Milos. Uh, we should be back. Uh, when you listen to this, we will have hopefully put out an episode and then the following week we'll have another one. So, But that's there. Called the best bar podcast ever and it truly is the best bar podcast ever. Also on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, I'm at Justin underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L, although I never snap. So follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Snap, y'all. Snapping. Uh. Uh, while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Review us. Let us know uh, on any social media what you like, uh, you know, what you didn't like, if you have a topic you want us to discuss, or if you think you want to be on, if you want to have an uneducated discussion about just some random fun things, let mm. us know. We want to have yes. you on. It's a desire of ours, and we like to fulfill our desires Absolutely. here on Mind Gap Podcast. Also, check out TweetState.com and TweetState on all social medias. Yeah, and if you've got a weird thing about you, you know, are you a charmer? Yeah. Are you uh, are are you lucky? Are, are you unlucky? Are you unlucky? Do you have karma? Bad karma with the CTA? Do you have some sort of thing about you? You know, the, do you the, run on Strandland time? Do, yeah, right. Uh, just uh, ch- uh, find us on any of our social medias and let us know. Like, I'd be very curious to listen to see what what some of our listeners have. Yes. What some of their things are. Yeah, yeah. because uh, it's weird. What, what, what are all special gifts that we have? <laughs> what do you think your stats are? Right. If you were in a role playing game and you could list out your top three stats, what do you think your stats are? There you go. Let us know. All right, guys, we love you. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Mind Gap Podcast.